SumaUp is next-gen body optimization from an actual doctor that's guaranteed to get you in the best shape of your life in 90 days. You'll be at peak levels for each of the fundamentals that drive your strength, energy, and even your longevity. It's a lifelong difference you'll see in the mirror, but also feel throughout your entire day. SumaUp puts more living in life. For full details on this transformative program designed for the demanding lives of today's highest achieving entrepreneurs and CEOs, visit www.startsuma.com. So JD here, and today I'm with Stephanie, and we are talking about one percenters. So our clinic, Suma by Dr. Ryan, is dedicated to kind of world-class and leading entrepreneurs and business owners and executives. And oftentimes we interact with these clients and what our number one focus is, is really to reduce the likelihood of stroke, cancer, dementia, and heart disease. Things that can knock people out of the game prematurely. I recently came across a client who told me about a CEO of Deutsche Bank named Anshu Jain. And this individual died prematurely at 59 years young, right? He was just in the prime of his life. He was kind of going on to the next leg and it kind of got me thinking, hey, why so early in 20 year 2022, right? And so this other client kind of shared a story about Jeff Bezos and how these business owners and founders and executives not are just like they're not just focused on business success, but they're focused on their health, right? And so what are your thoughts on on that kind of shift, the paradigm shift right now? I think that um I mean with society changing and evolving the way that it is and especially business and technology, I mean everything is just amplified. It's, it's super interesting you're mentioning that because like we I feel like we're in the age of Instagram, infinite distraction. But what's really funny is like well, I'm just gonna share my screen quickly on this article that this client kind of shared with us is you see yachts and watches, right? So it's like it's not about being successful, getting the wealth, getting kind of to the next level, but it's also about like enjoying it. Fascinating to see Jeff Bezos, you know, just being, trying to be super fit. Elon Musk of all people yeah. being shamed, right? For not yeah. being in health, good health, right? I think that it's something that's a, a pattern that's really easy to fall, fall into, especially when you're working. I mean, so many hours a week, I see startups, startup owners, startup founders working. I mean, 80 plus hours a week, that's not even atypical. When you're working on something that you feel so passionate about, it's really hard to kind of remember that you need to focus a little bit on yourself. I mean, there should be order, balance. yes, Work there like should that. be a balance. I mean, because not only because I mean, taking care of yourself is important and that's just, you know, a fact of life, but also when you take care of yourself, you function so much better. Like the way that you, the way that you operate is more efficient. Your productivity increases. And when you, when you eat well, when you take care of yourself, when you prioritize yourself, even though it might say, you might say it's, it's difficult to put in an, an hour to exercising and preparing your meals every day, that kind of a thing, or even just making healthy eating habits. It, it amplifies the, your productivity in such a way that it's mathematically insensible not to, you know, not to do it. Yeah. It's tough. Like, as far as I know, you know, I think when I was in uh, the growth equity world, I, I worked like those crazy hours because we were trying to find the best companies trying to source them. We're trying to reach out to them. We're trying to help them out on the hiring side and kind of the growth trajectories and so forth. But what was super tough about that was actually like making the sacrifice of waking up early and, and working out and eating healthy, right? It's so easy to effectively just grab something from DoorDash right now, right? Or get something on the go and get back to work, right? And not move, right? Because you don't see the benefits from working out or eating right instantaneous, right? And I think that's like kind of the lesson I'm learning in looking at kind of these articles. It's like, it's really, we're trying to fight instant gratification and defer that cycle of reward, right? And getting 
uh, the gains and the benefits. And it's just, it's just fascinating kind of showing the article again about these individuals. And so it's like, I guess I like to say that you know, 40 year overnight success stories, right? And what's interesting is now they're just not, it's not necessary for them just to be healthy and have the right career success and the personal success. It's, it's also them, like they want to enjoy it, live longer, right? And they're like taking the long-term view. And it's really interesting. There's another article, same piece, right? Talking about how <laughs> it's, you know, it's all about being healthy and fitness and, and not really like being the part, but it's like looking the part, feeling the part, right? And so it's really interesting. Uh, what was really fascinating, Stephanie, I don't know if you'll find this humorous, but Mark Zuckerberg, uh, yeah, does that ring a bell? Facebook uh, founder? I think, I think I've heard of him. <laughs> He's, he's fighting. He's like, he's actually doing MMA, right? He's a, yeah. he's a kind of a software developer, you know, the founder, he's just CS guy, but like, it's fascinating seeing him, you know, pick up mixed martial arts, right. And going through that, I was, I couldn't believe it. I was like, is that, is that real? Right. But um, it's kind of inspiring a little bit, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's not uh, him in the metaverse. It's it looks like <laughs> exactly <so>. right. <laughs> Avatars don't look quite like that yet. <laughs> just yet. Right. Yeah, um, no, but I mean, I think that I mean anyone, anyone smart who kind of gets a taste of it, and I mean, all of these these founders are they have to be incredibly intelligent and adaptable. And I think that once they they get that that new input, which is that it's helpful, it it improves your performance to exercise. I mean, they're going to create a habit that eventually they start to recognize the effects of and how they're feeling. And in, in the short term you you recognize the difference i mean immediately afterward when when you do any kind of exercise or cardio you lift weights you might feel sore the next day but you know and immediately after that you're going to feel fantastic like and even if you're beat up it's like having caffeine in the morning it's like like your morning coffee even if you if you don't have coffee you're going to feel great after you do some kind of movement straight out of bed in the morning i mean that's that's been my experience and that just becomes more and more prevalent in in how you work after you create a consistent habit and you continue with that so i think it starts compounding right the benefits and then you start thinking hey if i can get the morning cardio in why not the morning workout if i can get the morning workout in why not get eight hours of sleep, right? Or seven, eight, right? And it starts kind of going and and it's almost like kind of like how you compound capital or compound investments. Like mm-hmm. your health is compounding, right? Mm-hmm. Right choices, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time. That, that was the hardest challenge for me personally. You know, I, I struggled for this for, for years. The ability of just pre ring I had the hardest time just going to bed at the same time and just waking up at the same time, right? Just because the startup world is so volatile and the demands... Yeah. of growing a business, managing individuals and, and scaling the team and thinking about the long-term, but short-term, right? It's a, it's a, it's a challenge and you're kind of fighting yourself and you're fighting uh, different battles. And it's, it's, it's really a fun game, but just getting that consistency in was a, a huge struggle until I got the, the, the R ring. And then, and, you know, I think getting a, a, a coach and advisor just, just to help us, we have a, we have a few board advisors, but like, we actually have coaches that are like, Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> right? Like affecting our habits and holding us accountable. I think yeah. that was really kind of the, the biggest piece because, you know, it's really interesting kind of looking at the news today and you're hearing about these big startups that are just in, in, in large technology firms and, and large corporates that are just laying off people, right? And it indicates that there is going to be kind of some downdrafts in, in the market and the economy. And it's like, there's a lot of uncertainty going on, right? We're not talking in the election, we're not talking politics, but this is just, you know, pretty interesting. One of the best private companies, Stripe, 14%, right? Twitter, I mean, that's obviously Elon Musk, but like just fascinating, right? And this is not stopped. It's going to continue. And so I think it kind of is really more important for all of us, I think, and just in my opinion, just 
for me personally, just really think about the controllables and the non-controllables and figuring out ways to like optimize yourself to be more resilient, given that we're going to be in a, in a market, in a period that's, that's more uncertain. And, you know, when I talk to a lot of the founders and entrepreneurs and executives, right, they're always focused on the future, right? But mm-hmm. I think the best way to to be adaptable for the future is being more resilient, kind of starts the first battle start from within. So what you were saying earlier, just kind of getting a system of habits or fitness that can really get you up there, right? If it's simply just cutting out sugar, if it's simply just getting a walk-in, right? Or breath work in, in the morning to jumpstart. Yeah, I mean, you hear this all of the time. I mean, it, uh, discipline is something that, that gets you started. And then the way that you're feeling is is kind of what keeps you going. And really like what you're saying, if you're waking up at five in the morning, because that's just what you need to do to get your workout. And um, it takes, I mean, it takes discipline. And um, I think like with my, my own fitness journey, and I was, I, I started out waking up at, at five in the morning, every morning, and I was uh, going to CrossFit and I was doing an, an hour long workout before okay. I did anything else in the day. And, you know, that takes, that takes some discipline, but once you establish that habit, you don't want to stop because you, you see how differently you feel and you also see uh, how differently you think. What was the driving force behind you waking up at five o'clock in the morning and doing CrossFit? I mean, this is not you're taking a walk or you're going for a jog. This is CrossFit. It was what I was, what I needed to do. I was in, in uh, college and I was running a business and I was very overweight. I think that the the motivating factor for me initially was with being overweight, I, I knew I was overweight, but I, I would go to the gym. I wasn't really sure what to do. I would kind of like try to use the machines and then I would feel like self-conscious about using the machines. And, uh, you know, when, when you have no prior experience with fitness, it can be, it can be daunting, you know, to start something. I had actually seen, I think it was actually an Instagram post or something. Instagram. This is, like where, this is wherever go. It was like someone doing CrossFit and I was like, hold on a second. That looks, I mean, that looks cool. The only time that I could work it into my schedule was, was five in the morning. So right. I would drive to CrossFit and, and maybe initially this wasn't, this wasn't the best idea, but I would exercise fasted. And then after I left the gym, I would eat some, some like, I would get in my car and I would like eat like boiled chicken and, and some fruit or something. Just the fact that I, I knew I wanted to be healthy. And when I, I started doing something where I felt like I had a, a sense of com- community and some support, which is, I mean, you know, that, that's so important. And you have that level of accountability. It just, I, I didn't feel like stopping. I mean, I did that for, for months before I was able to, to kind of like establish a, a little bit of an easier schedule. Yeah. But there was a big why that was kind of interesting that caused you to kind of catalyze and have that change. And the second piece was that community, right? Aspect of mm-hmm. seeing your fellow compadres at CrossFit and just seeing them every day. And then it's like, Hey, like you're making an investment of actually working out and waking up early and you mm-hmm. didn't want to throw it away by eating McDonald's, for example, right? Yeah. Actually kind of crystallize that. And it's, it's tough for us to say this. It's, it's, it's so easy to say, okay, it's 80% sleep and sleep and diet. And the rest is the workout, right? But it's like, these are these basics and advanced basics that if we can just nail, we can kind of really just change the trajectory of people or, you know, we can change the trajectory of, of kind of your health curve, right? So to speak, what's really interesting is I think you had mentioned in conversations past about losing 80 pounds, right? It's amazing. And how long did that take to to do that transformation? The initial 80 pounds was was in six months, which was which is pretty quick actually. And following that, I mean I I continued to do CrossFit for six or seven years. And then, you know, following that, I kind of created my own routine that I, I felt like I had 
enough information based on my experience and, you know, my experience with nutrition, my experience with exercise and just how I was feeling to make it work with my, my own schedule, my routine, my habits, that kind of a thing. Yeah. And it's just like, it's funny just closing on like statistics and so forth, because again, it gets back to basics and advanced basics and the study that Dr. Ryan kind of found, it just shows that if you really want to live longer and healthier, it's like, right. How do we eliminate heart disease and and cancer? How How do we reduce it? Right. And so physical activity, right. And it's just, this study showed that physical activity in the European heart journal, right. 2022 Mm -hmm. can really have a high correlation with regard to kind of cardiac and cancer inflammation risk. Right. And this is just fascinating 15 to 20 minutes, right. A a week and of increases. And so of of working out, right. And, and kind of getting further there, blood pressuring, right. Uh, You just simply lowering your blood pressure dementia, right. So just these simple basics can have an outsized impact on cardiac health and on stroke, on cancer and dementia, and just kind of a longer lasting impact. What's tough is like, I just showed you a clip on Instagram of, of Mark Zuckerberg. And it's like, we're kind of in this like world where it's like, you know, quick wins, quick wins, instant gratification, instant gratification. But sometimes it's necessary to come kind of think long-term right? Yeah. about your habits uh, because your habits kind of control where you eventually end up. Right. I think, I think in the world, it's like, you are what you repeatedly do. Right. And kind of yeah. governs kind of where you, where you go. But I think, yeah, it just is kind of really super interesting kind of hearing your story personally and just kind of <laughs> how it correlates with being a business owner, being a founder, right? To spin off of what you were saying, um, also, I think a lot of people like to to try and think of how they can uh, avoid putting in any kind of effort to get the result that they want. Something that, that you realize once you kind of, when you initially have the discipline to start doing whatever it is when it comes to physical activity and, and prioritizing your health, you just start to recognize how you you don't regret having having had to put in that effort because you just feel so much different and and in order to be healthy like you said in the long term you have to put in that effort and i and speaking again to my own personal experience when i was uh, over uh, 220 pounds <laughs> i it was hard for me to uh climb up stairs and i i recall having oh. done this this hike that had thousands of stairs or something prior prior to uh becoming physically fit and and prioritizing my health and it was hard like i would stop every flight of stairs and it wasn't even that many stairs and i was embarrassed i remember having felt uh felt embarrassed about you know my physical my physical capabilities and then a year later after having having found an exercise routine and, and prioritizing my health and creating a habit it was i was i ran up all of them it was just, just like endless. the scene from rocky right you're just like Ran sure. off and you were... exact, it was the same trail it yeah. was amazing when i think about it, it it's like if you're carrying extra weight if you your muscles aren't aren't fun i mean you're not using your muscles you're you're not you're gonna lose you're gonna lose them i mean don't use it you lose it right yeah, yeah. i totally agree but that's a, a fascinating story so that hike got you right that was kind of the catalyst you know i think one of my and stories where you know working in investment world it I got super overweight, right? It was, I was like a, in college, I was a division one athlete, did javelin and, and track and field sprinter. And I was really lean. And then after that, just too much in and out, I guess. And, you know, knocking out the financial modeling and just working these crazy hours just in front of, you know, computer. We had a standing desk though, but that didn't really help too much. <laughs> just working those hours got me so bloated. It, it was just absurd. I mean, I, I would have joint pain, just like running, like going for a run. I couldn't really go. And I couldn't believe it at, at effectively like in my twenties and early thirties that it was just that bad. Right. I 
had to kind of uh, get a few checkups from the orthopedic and they're just like, you should lose some weight, right? And the reason why you have this knee pain, <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, wait, I'm, <laughs> I'm not that old, right? Mm-hmm. And so just that was kind of my uh, moment where I was like, hey, I need to stop this, right? This is not good. And you go home for the holidays and friends and family members are like, hey, so what happened to you? <laughs> you know, I was that guy, right? Yeah. So it was just kind of like, oh gosh, it's enough. Enough's enough. And I think that was kind of some of the catalyst. I didn't have a, a hype like you had where you're just like, oh, I hate this, right? Mm-hmm. I guess it was a cumulative effect to really kind of summarize it. It's having a deep why, right? Can really mm-hmm. help you. And also having a deep vision of where you want to go, but supported by a community, right? Something we try to offer at at, at Sumo and, and our longevity practice. But overall, I think, you know, it's it's really exciting to learn more about what therapeutics exist out there, but also what are the, the you know world's greatest doing, right? And so we're here to kind of help any client or any person interested in longevity medicine and any anybody who's kind of scaling up a, a rising business or a founder entrepreneur and executive and share kind of what we learn each week. So that's all for now. And I will see you all next week. Mm-hmm.